0: Welcome back to the Hammer Down Show. 1017 The Hammer, 1017TheHammer.com. To our Blue Fox heating and cooling Hammerhead hotline, we go. The King is here. Sam King, Lafayette Journal and Courier, is with us. Uh, always great to talk with him. Articles are always amazing. You should actually read them before you comment on his uh, Twitter postings. Just going to throw that out there. Um, I, Sam, I saw you had to remind some people that's, uh, that's the best practice, right? Read before you comment.
1: Oh yeah, last week I said something about how Harrison had to clean up its penalties and turnovers to beat Jeff. And uh so the tweet said they wouldn't be able to beat Lafayette Jeff without that and um so some Harrison people took offense to it after they won, of course. Um quick to to get the the tweet after the game is over, but I said, yeah, they were they, you had three penalties and no turnovers, which is exactly what I said you had to do to win the game. And you know credit to Harrison for taking care of business and that how do department. you man-
0: how do you manage to hate all five area teams i don't understand that that's just uh that that seems like it's a lot of work just to like literally hate every team all the time <laughs> well I either hate them or I love somebody else depending on who you ask you yeah know? well it's but never your team though like if I say you hate uh, if I say you hate Harrison and then you know it' it's not saying you love my team either you know it's uh the kids man <laughs> read the articles. Um, Sam, it's a busy uh, couple of weeks here uh, with the high school sports. You're going to be on tennis sectionals, right? So uh, I, I see a lot going on with that. Tell, tell me a little bit more about tennis sectionals here.
1: Yeah, so they, the sectional at Harrison is just all five county teams. Faith Christian does not have a, a tennis program currently. So uh, it started on Wednesday. Lafayette Jeff defeats Central Catholic 3-2, to two, goes to yesterday's semifinals, and then kind of for the Broncos, got a monumental – program victory beating west lafayette which has always been uh state powers won tons of sectionals always you know most years is the favorite to win that sectional and, and won it last year and also had the individual state champion last year uh so lafayette jeff beat west side yesterday three to two, First win over the red devils since 1996 for that program so now we get uh lafayette jeff playing harrison which is undefeated ranked number one in the state tonight uh or actually about here in a little over an hour uh they should start uh, first serve for that um harrison is, is an incredible team and it's a team that could do something that hasn't happened here in a long time which is win a team state championship in boys tennis uh so you know it, it's going to be uh you know it's a nice feather in the cap for lafayette jeff to get past west side and get to the sectional championship and i think that uh, you know at least at two doubles Jeff is uh, very competitive I think the edge will probably go to Harrison Because the three singles players are all phenomenal And that's how they've beaten some of the better teams On the schedule this year Such as Carmel is is getting those one, two, and three singles positions And winning three to two
0: All right, let's move on to uh, We're almost in the soccer sectionals, right? I mean, Faith Christian loves to tell me about their soccer squads I know they've been good We've got a few teams in the area That are just uh, unbelievably good, Sam So where do we sit at right now with uh, soccer?
1: Well, it's, uh, it's kind of been an interesting year because you get, uh, you know, in the girls foray, you have McCutcheon beating Jeff, Jeff tying Harrison, and, and Harrison beating McCutcheon. So that sectional is, you know, probably as wide open as it's been for a while. Um, Harrison won it last year, and, uh, you know, I would say maybe in terms of overall talent would be the, the favorite, but soccer is a weird game when you get some strange strategies once you get into the postseason, and, you know, sometimes teams just play great defense or, you know, switch up lineups or, or do something different. And um that's one that I'm really looking forward to. Uh the boys side, you know, I would say, you know, West Lafayette has has been outstanding. Obviously when you're undefeated, coming off of a state championship um runner up finish a year ago, losing, you know, an incredible player, maybe their best player last season, and being better uh this year. There's a lot to be said, and I think that is a team that feels like it's on a mission to get back to that state championship and uh, try to win it. And then, you know, kind of uh, across the practice field, the girls' program there has really come on as of late and and done a great job in uh, beating up on the teams around the area and, uh, you know, getting some practice with PKs against the football team during practice. And then this week, (laughs) uh, the West Lafayette girls soccer team competed in extra points against uh, West Lafayette and. Uh boy, I'll tell you what. Uh, <laughs> there's some kickers on West Lafayette's football team, but I don't know if you lined them up and said, "Pick our our extra point kicker if you could actually do it," uh, based on Russell the other day. Fortunately, uh, the, they score a lot of points anyway.
0: So. Yeah, they're, I think they're going to be. <laughs> I think they'll be okay. Well, let's talk a little bit about football. You know, those uh, West Lafayette Red Devils tonight—they're going to host uh, a a uh, top ten team in uh, Cass, but uh, I, I don't know how much the Kings are going to have for them here. Uh, the story to me continues to be. Uh, can uh, Dawson continue to get comfortable enough in that backfield to help West Lafayette make a deep run? I know they get Jack Montez back uh, here this evening as well, but uh, what am I missing here when it comes to the Red Devils?
1: Well, yeah, Jack Montez being back is huge because he's been uh, a starter on defense for multiple years. Uh, Also, this year they used him in the receiving game and uh, kind of out of necessity, they felt like they needed some more playmakers on that side of the ball and, and played some guys both ways. And um I don't know if he'll help in that regard uh right now, but uh, you know, I'm sure he'll get back into the swing of things. They've been kind of using Wyatt curl on both sides and man that kid every time he touches the ball, it seems like it's a it's a touchdown. I think he's got, you know, five catches maybe this year and, and three touchdowns or something like that. So uh he's been a huge asset on that side of the ball. Um and in regards to the running back position, um, Dawson Martin is just gonna keep getting better the more he plays. Now Lewis Cass is a far better Team than Benton Central, which is who West Lafayette uh, beat up on last week. So this will be a nice little test to see if, uh, you know, he goes from, uh, I guess, David Curl got injured against Central Catholic and uh, Dawson Martin was able to score a touchdown and and got some carries. But, uh, you know, it's probably just going to be kind of a easing him into a week-by-week thing and um, hoping he he keeps getting better and better and, and getting more used to getting varsity reps. The thing that helps him is Max Mullis, at quarterback is such a good runner that mm-hmm. you have to respect that he's going to pull it out of the running back's gut and, and take off with it. So, uh, you know, defense have to account for an extra guy when the quarterback is as versatile as Max Mullis. And that's kind of the whole mantra of West Lafayette's offense is we want the defense to have to account for our quarterback as well. And that opens up a lot of holes. And then clearly they have playmakers on the outside and, you know, in the slot and uh, can do a lot of different things to hurt you.
0: Down the street, Harrison's going to host Tech. I I don't expect Tech to to hang in that one. Harrison, uh, I mean, with that win last week against Jeff, it, I mean, they're they're going to win the NCC. The question is, uh, is it going to be a share of the NCC with Kokomo, or is Chef going to help them out that last week of the year? Um, I, I think all my questions about uh, Harrison have been answered at this point.
1: Yeah, they uh, are definitely a much better team than the one that played West Lafayette in the season opener, and again. Uh, Turn the ball over, uh, I think, four times in that game. So uh, you don't turn the ball over four times in that game, and I think Harrison probably is the winning team. But uh, the offense is just kind of a well-oiled machine now. Ben Henderson is a a freaking legend, especially after last week, what he did against Jeff, just executing a six- or seven-minute drive to drain almost the entire fourth-quarter clock and then scored a touchdown to top it off uh, to win the game. So I think they're just going to continue that roller coaster, and now you get a weird – Dynamic where Lafayette Jeff becomes big fans of Logansport probably next week to beat uh, Harrison and needing to beat Kokomo and then you get you know Harrison is going to probably win the conference either way but would not like to have to say hey we split it with Kokomo who we didn't have a game against so uh, I imagine that Harrison is going to be rooting for Lafayette Jeff in week nine to beat Kokomo. Didn't
0: they have to do that a couple of years ago with like Marion? Like, like Marion didn't have to play Jeff or Harrison and then somehow got to claim that they were NCC champions as well. I think.
1: Yeah. The league is weird because you don't play everybody. And it's, uh, it's just kind of all about who you play in any given season. There was a year that uh, I think there was a three-way tie with Kokomo, McCutcheon and Harrison as well, because of uh, who beat who and whatnot. So I don't know if they want to come up with a tiebreaker way or, you know, if, if multiple teams are undefeated or have one loss, you just all share it. Uh, There's probably no right way to do it. Uh, But either way, Harrison, as long as it takes care of business, knows it's going to be the conference champion in some regard.
0: You got Central Catholic. By the way, fish fry alert over at Central Catholic. It's not a drill. Fish fry pregame over at Central Catholic tonight uh, where they have a, uh, uh, I believe it's homecoming for them over there too, right? Um, Great win for them over the Bombers last week. I mean, they didn't just eke out a win against Rensselaer Central. I mean, they handed it to them last week. Uh, that, that's a huge confidence builder for that program.
1: Yeah, I definitely thought that game would be much closer last week. I thought Rensselaer would uh, at least be able to move the ball against the defense and put some points on the board, and that wasn't the case. And then you've got you know with, what those two receivers did, and Owen Munn and Evan Deanhart. Holy smokes, you can't cover both of those guys. And then they've got more weapons if, if you can. Um, they didn't have to go to that last week. Uh, The question, again, is kind of the emergence of Ben Mazur as he gets more in the the swing of things and kind of adds a different dynamic in terms of being a quarterback uh, than what they've had. So, um, you know, I guess maybe if they use a two-quarterback system, it it seemed to do okay last week. So um, maybe they move forward with that. Um, Ben Mazur is just going to get more and more comfortable. Uh, Shouldn't be a whole lot of trouble tonight. You should really be able to uh, get – uh, Mazer in there and get some reps and, and get him back in the flow of playing a lot of football because I imagine that this could be a game that, you know, is running clock for the second half, Uh just, you know, nothing against Twin Lakes, but the team is kind of struggling right now and it seems like Central Catholic, since that second half of the West Lafayette game let down, uh, has just kind of been, you know, coming out um, hair on fire and took it to Tipton. and even though I'm sure Coach May feels like that game was closer than he would have liked and then what they did last week is just pretty impressive. And, and I think you've got to look at Central Catholic now as a team that could run through the 2A tournaments and, and get to the state championship game.
0: And there's a chance, too, they could play that crossover game against uh, this uh, Lewis Cass team, which would be uh, very interesting and a great test for them. I, I must feel like they want to root for, for them for being second in the conference in the crossover.
1: <laughs> well, that would be a great matchup for them going into the tournament. Or as well as Western. Western did beat Lewis Cass last week. I think twenty-seven to seven or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it was that. it was one-sided. Um, yeah. So um, you know, and then that's you know, look at West Lafayette playing Lewis Cass tonight after thumping Western four or five weeks ago. Um, I think four weeks ago. So you think that uh, you think that it's going to end up being Lewis Cass and Central Catholic, and that's a definitely a game that you have to look at and say hey this is going to be really good for both of those teams going into the tournament
0: absolutely and then of course our game of the night tonight uh 6 30 pregame seven o'clock kickoff at Ellison Stadium it's the Broncos uh, heading on over to McCutcheon um uh, I mean I I don't want to I don't think it's the story tonight but it's definitely a storyline that's um, Ethan Smith going back to McCutcheon for the first time since he transferred out. There's all kinds of circumstances. I get that. How much of a story is that really tonight?
1: Um, well, I'd, you know, given the fact that it's a new coaching staff, not as much, because he had a great relationship, from my understanding, with uh, Josh Strasser, who's now the head coach at McCutcheon, and he even talked about that when I uh, was talking to Ethan at practice on Monday. He, he said, hey, those are still my guys, those are still my friends. Uh, I love coach Strasser he 's doing a great job over there, and I see them getting better um, no ill will whatsoever towards that program. I think he 's just probably in a lot of ways more excited to be playing football again after sitting out for four weeks so um you know it's he'll tell you it 's probably just another game, but there is probably a little more emotion when it 's the guys that he grew up playing with on the other side of the ball um, but you know he struggled last week uh in terms of throwing the football and they didn't throw the football a whole lot. I think that that's probably what he'll be more focused on and what Jeff will be more focused on is our quarterback has to be better and our team has to be better because uh, Harrison really exposed some things on us last week.
0: Well, it's easy to get that pass game going when you guys – we've got guys in the backfield like uh, Glenn Patterson and uh, Siah Powers who were just great last week uh, running the ball against, uh, against Harrison. On the other side, um, McCutcheon with that step back last week, I thought um, – Kokomo is good, don't get me wrong, but I don't know that they're 40 points better than McCutcheon, right? I just, It felt like this program that was kind of inching forward here took a step back last week.
1: Yeah, uh, I think the exact phrase that Coach Strasser used when I was out at, at practice earlier this week was, we took two steps backward. Um, like it, you said, he was feeling good. Even though the team wasn't racking up wins, it looked better progressively each week. And mm-hmm. then last um it, I think it was 14-7 to 7 early, and things snowballed a little bit and it uh became just uh what it was, a forty nine to nine game I think is the final score. Uh it's now it's kind of about can we bounce back? Uh you don't want to lose the kids and gosh I, I feel bad for the you know, when you're trying to rebuild a program and your schedule starts out with the first seven weeks that that McKetchins had to go up against, um, it's it's difficult to kind of get going and you know, you want to see progress, but you're also trying to see progress against uh, basically a ranked team every week. And even though Lafayette Jeff is not ranked, it's a team that had it beaten Harrison last week, probably would have been. So um, another really tough game to kind of get going. Now the next two weeks, we're going to be loving McCutcheon because I think it's going to be uh, kind of the opposite, where McCutcheon is the favorite going into those games and can get some wins in terms of um, building the program. Uh, to kind of verify that improvement. So uh, right now, you know, quarterback Owen Smith said earlier this week to me that uh, it's hard to say that we're making progress when you look at last year when we were 1-8, and eight, and right now we're 1-5, I think they are. So the win total is the same. You beat the exact same team you beat a year ago. Um, you need to, to, you know, either have closer results than against the same teams or, or get some more wins to say, hey, we went in the right direction and let's build off of that for next year. So, um, I don't think they get a win tonight, but I think that it's a game where if you go out there and kind of you know do some good things early on against Lafayette, Jeff, put the Broncos in a situation they weren't expecting, um, you start to feel good about this program again. What you can't do is go out there and get blown out by 40 points again and say, hey, we're still getting better. We just you know have suffered some 40-point losses consecutively.
0: I'll tell you what, a couple of great running backs This one to watch tonight. Like I said, Glenn Patterson's great. Uh, I love uh, the emergence of Ivan Escalera on that side. Uh, I'm, I'm dubbing him Ivan the Terrible because I love watching him run that football down the field. Um, every week it seems like he's getting a little bit more comfortable being that featured back. And, boy, what a downfield runner he is. I love watching him.
1: Yeah, and he grew up, I guess, playing running back. And then uh, last year was you know, running the ball maybe preseason and, and week one. And then they said, hey, we're, we're going to move you to defense. And he never quite felt comfortable being a defensive guy. And now, uh, it's quite obvious he's a running back. So, uh, even though they're not getting wins, he's doing a lot of good things and not, not just running the ball, but, um, you know, what they need him to do. They do a lot of rollouts and things like that. And, uh, they need some extra blockers. The line is not, uh, super solid right now. So they need all the extra help they can get protecting the quarterback. And, um, he's a big, bulky kid, um, you know, pretty muscular and, and strong. So, Uh, he's definitely uh, a key guy for that team in more ways than just running the football.
0: Yeah, big, nasty football player. Love those type of guys. Sam King, Lafayette Journal Courier, on his way out to uh, tennis sectionals here. Uh, Make sure you read all the write-ups Saturday morning. does a great job covering local high school sports. The best there is, and lucky to have him on the program as always. Sam, hey, enjoy your Friday night. We'll see you out at Ellison later, all right?
1: Sounds good. I'm lucky to be on the program.
0: (laughs) Thank you so much, buddy. Take care, all right? Take care. See ya. All right, Sam, always great. Hey, uh, stick around here. Uh, Coach Brian Nay, Central Catholic Knights, joins us next. This is the Hammer Down Show on 1017, The Hammer 1017.